This podcast is brought to you by MonthlyChallenge.fit. It's like Weight Watchers better help and the biggest loser had a baby. Check it out, MonthlyChallenge.fit. Today on episode number 278 of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast, we're going to put your weight loss through a troubleshooting plan. Welcome to the Logical Weight Loss Podcast, where we take a no-nonsense approach to weight loss. We left our excuses in the past, and we've forgiven ourselves for abusing the gift that is our bodies. From this point forward, our health is more important. We will stay focused. We will stay determined. We will sacrifice now knowing that it's not going to be easy so that we can live a better tomorrow. We understand that weight loss is a marathon, not a sprint. It's about making lifestyle changes and that the only person who can stop you is you. You know where you are now and you know where you want to be. The new you begins today. Let's go. I just want to be thin. I don't deny it thin. I want to try it thin. But I can't buy it. Guess I'll have to do to die it thin. Won't tell you lies thin. I want smaller size thin. But I realize I guess I'll have to exercise. All right. Welcome to the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Jackson, from the schoolofpodcasting.com. If you're new to the show, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a trainer. I'm just a dude or a dudette, maybe in your case, that is uh, trying to lose some weight. And uh, about, uh, I don't know, two, three months ago, I blew out three of my favorite blue jeans after doing this podcast for years of losing weight, finding weight, losing weight, finding weight. And I am definitely in the mindset of losing weight. And since last week, this is the week of Thanksgiving. You think I would have um, gained some weight. I actually lost 2.6 pounds. And I'll explain one of the things I did that is helping me do that. If I change, I'm using my fitness pal in a month, I am down 8.4. So I'm losing about two pounds a week. And how I did this was, uh, now I'm using a company called Slimgenics, but I don't really think I needed Slimgenics to do this. Well, kind of, I needed to because I was yo-yoing. But I gave up Mountain Dew. I don't eat chips. I don't eat ice cream. I don't eat fast food. Right now as I speak, I'm cooking uh, four turkey thighs in a pressure cooker. I have the, uh, whatever it is, the power pressure cooker XL and mine's working fine. I was a little worried that, um, the buttons were kind of stuck, but I actually got online. Their tech support people said, yeah, just unplug it and plug it back in, give it a couple minutes. And that seems to be fine. So I was worried, but, uh, yeah, in, uh, 15 minutes, I'll have a bunch of thighs. I'll throw those in containers and I'll be ready for most of the week. I drink 80 ounces of water. And when I first started that, it was, I was gagging on it. And now I'm actually, uh, the other day I had 105 ounces of water and they told me that's too much. There actually is a thing as too much water. So that's basically it. It's the food. And so I was thinking about it with, you know, Thanksgiving. Um, I had a very modest Thanksgiving. Um, I had, you know, turkey. I had um, green beans. I had a sweet potato. 
Nothing too no, but no pumpkin pie, no whipped cream, nothing too crazy. And this is the time of year where we all go in the kitchen, and it's a tradition that we bake cookies. How about we not do that this year? I know, because it doesn't matter, because somebody's going to come over and bring you a bunch anyway. But it is kind of funny that every holiday, you know, Christmas, we have the Christmas ham, Fourth of July picnic, Labor Day picnic, birthday cake. Everything we do, we celebrate with food. We need a, a different alternative to that. And so that's how I've been doing it. Now, the other thing that I've done that not everybody can do is I have moved into my own apartment. Uh, sadly, my wife and I are um, separated at the moment. And that's all I'm going to say about that for now. But I moved into my own apartment and I had the movers put the treadmill in the living room. Because I'm like, look, it's not going to be a bachelor pad. I'm not going to have anybody over here. It's just me. And so I watch TV. If I do, I should put it that way. Because number one, I don't watch a lot of TV. But when I do, I'm on the treadmill. Now, I'm not killing myself, but I, I'm so easily now getting my 10,000 steps in. And also, I'm I'm working up a sweat. And so, you know, if you have a treadmill, put it somewhere where a TV is. Or put a TV where the treadmill is. And just tell yourself you're not allowed to watch TV unless you're walking on a treadmill. And that is definitely spur, spurred the last week and a half, I've really, um, after being kind of plateaued, that has helped. As much as it's the food, that uh, exercise will help. So, but what if you, you're you on a diet and um, your, your body at some point should be, you know, burning fat, everything should be going good, but you've been following the steps. Maybe it's the, who knows, it's the pizza diet, it's the low-carb no fat, all fat, bacon diet, whatever it is, right? We've all got these different things, but um, it's not working. Well, here's some things to think about. We have seven little tips. Number one, are you eating too much fruit? Now, I have found apples, pears, strawberries, and grapes, and those are high in fructose. You've, you've heard of you know high fructose corn syrup. That's a fake sugar, but these are high in good old-fashioned fructose, the way that the mom used to make them. So a little fruit is good for you. Too much can create havoc in the insulin department. A good serving size is a close handful of berries or chopped fruit or half of a large piece of fruit like a grapefruit or a large apple. So don't go crazy with the fruit. Number two, are you going nuts? And by that, I mean, are you eating too many nuts? Now, nuts are one of these things that people go are healthy, and they do contain protein and heart-healthy fats, right? But it's important to eat them in moderation, and that's something I can't do. Like dry roasted peanuts, if I get a bottle of those, you know, they come in the, the it's like a glass thing, I will one handful, I will one handful at a time eat the whole jar. Each time going, this is my last handful. That doesn't work. So be careful with those. Um, number three, keeping foods on the no list in your kitchen. Now, I mentioned when we started, you know, the chips and cookies and other high-carb stuff in your pantry, you know, do you have those in your house that's going to tempt you to cheat? Well, here's an easy way to not cheat. Uh, donate them or toss them. If they're not in your house, you can't eat them. And that's one of the things I did. I don't, I don't have any chips. I don't have any ice cream. I don't have any chocolate. Nothing. It's, it's, 
odd. And when I get hungry, I will eat something healthy. Number four, are you skipping the fat? Um, adding the right amount of quantities of a healthy fat to your diet actually helps you lose fat. I know that sounds weird. By eating fat, you'll lose fat. It's weird, but yeah, your, your body goes, oh, we got plenty of this. Let's let go of it. And healthy fat are things like, you know, olive oil, anything with omega-3s. Um, let's see what avocados. By the way, I actually had an avocado. We'll stop in the middle of this list for a little tangent. I, I knew if I was going to be eating differently, I was going to have to try new food. And I've always heard about avocados are a great source of this healthy fat. And so, God bless YouTube. I went out, bought an avocado. It was pretty green. Turns out you can't eat them till they turn black, which in my opinion, in, in my case, took me about uh, three days for this thing to ripen. You then take a knife and kind of cut about a knife blade into it all the way around it, and then you can twist it, and it just comes apart. You take that same knife and pull out the pit, and it's kind of squishy on the inside, and I just took a spoon and ate some. And it was weird because I uh, I ate it, and I'm like, I'm like, this this has no taste. Ate another mouthful and another one, and I'm like, okay. And um, about the time I was like, wow, this has no taste at all, there was a slight aftertaste, and I could see where people have said, you, you can spread avocado on like a piece of toast. And I could see that because the toast would by far um, just blow away the slight aftertaste. And it wasn't like, Bleh. it was just like, okay, now I taste something. And about that time it was gone. So that's an example of a healthy fat. Um, nuts again, seafood. You know, Again, all those in moderation. You can't sit down and eat a plate of shrimp and go, I'm being healthy. Nom, 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 nom. So that's so we talked about skipping fat. Are you eating too much healthy fat? So this is the other side. You know, a, a serving of liquid fat should be about the size of a ping pong ball. Um, a typical bouncy ball or one to two thumb-sized portions. A serving of nuts, seeds, coconut flakes, or olives is about one closed handful. A serving of avocado is one quarter to one half of an avocado. A serving of coconut milk is one-third to one-half the can. And don't forget, each meal should include one to two servings of fat. And that sounds weird, but yeah. Now, here's the other thing, and I did this tonight, not measuring your foods properly. Um, they have a thing called the perfect plate. And they say, try to keep this in mind. Don't overdo your proteins. And don't shoot yourself on non-starchy veggies. So protein portions, such as a serving of meat, fish, poultry should be about the size and thickness of your palm. A serving of eggs is as many as you can hold in your hand. That's usually about two or three and uh, for women and three or four for men. Now, my serving of eggs is two. Uh, a serving of egg whites alone is double the serving for whole eggs. And each meal should include a serving of protein. So be sure to measure that right. And I've always heard that a serving size of meat is about the size of a deck of cards. And go get a size of a deck of cards. It's about the size of the palm of your hand without your fingers. It's small. Now, a serving size of meat or fish, again, should be th about the size and thickness of your palm. Um, and when we get into um, non-starchy vegetables, 
A serving of these vegetables should be at least the size of a softball. You can't eat too many of them. And uh, so fill your plate with at least two or three softballs worth. They don't give any example of what those are, though, non-starchy vegetables. Um, a serving of starchy vegetables, such as sweet potatoes um, and a bunch of other stuff I can't pronounce, jicama, kohlrabi, or winter squash, should be about the size of, of a baseball for women, about the size of a softball for men. Eat starchy vegetables only if you're recovering from a workout, if you're feeling worked or weak and tired, and you know it's not due to the carb flu. So that is odd. They don't give us an example of that. This is from uh, Rodale Wellness. And fruit portions. A serving size of fruit is half an individual piece, such as half an apple. This, to me, I think is one of the dumbest things ever. Who's going to eat half an apple? Now, I understand that if you spray a half an apple with lemon juice, it will keep so you can eat the other half later, but give me a break. You know, tennis ball size of berries, grapes, or tropical fruits. Um, that's a closed fistful or about a half a cup if they're diced. Eat no no more than two servings of fruit per day and break them up across meals and uh, snacks to distribute your sugar intake. That is one I have a hard time with. I'm not going to eat half a pear, but that's what they say. Now, here's the seventh thing that you can do to troubleshoot your diet, and that is uh, not completely letting go. Clutching onto that one food or drink you struggle to let go, um, that will knock you out of your your zone that you want to be in, and it's going to thwart your weight loss. You know, don't be afraid to ditch them. So if you're a regular listener to the show, you know I had a real problem getting rid of Mountain Dew, but I did get rid of it, and um, it's it's weird to think that I haven't had fast food. Uh, I take that back. I, the one day... I was out in the middle of nowhere. And so what I did was I got a plain fish sandwich from Burger King and took off the top lid to reduce some of the carbs and just ate the fish. Now, that is not what I would call healthy. I like to call those a better bad choice. And so one of the things I'm going to be um, getting into is fish. I used to uh, not be able to cook fish in my house because my wife hated the smell of it. And, well, now that we're separated... I can eat fish, so I'm looking forward to that. The other thing I thought we could talk about, this is also from Rodale Wellness, is we've we've troubleshot our food. Now let's troubleshoot, troubleshoot our exercise. And so the first thing you want to look at is, is your heart rate high enough? You know, we hate to break it to ourselves, but when we think we're exhausted and can't give any more, we're going to be able to dig a little deeper. Do this. Now, if you're in a car or something, don't do this, but raise your, your hand up as high as you can go. Okay, now just for fun, uh, raise it up just a little higher. See, you actually could go a little higher. See, it's there's always a little more. And so when we rely on our perceived effort or how we feel during workouts, we're often overestimating how hard we're working. In one study, when participants were told to work out at a vigorous effort, um, they wound up, only getting their heart rate to about 70% of their maximum heart rate when they should have been between somewhere between 77 and 93%. And um, that's, I, I'm guilty of that. So now, since we're talking about exercise, of course, always check with your doctor. I'm not a trainer. I'm just reading this stuff and 
I like to comment on it, but, um, you know, um, Chris and Heidi Powell, those are the people on, uh, ABC's extreme weight loss suggests using a heart rate monitor during cardio workouts is the most reliable indicator of your intensity and the zone in which you want to train in to achieve your goals. If you don't have a monitor, no worries. Uh, you can measure it yourself too. find the pulse count, um, find your pulse, count the number of beats you, you get in six seconds and then add a zero. Um, there's also, I, I mentioned this in the past. There's a really cool app for your iPhone that uses the, your camera. It's really bizarre, but there are all sorts of different heart rate monitors. Now there's Fitbits have heart rate monitors in them, things of that nature. Um, so that would be one thing to, uh, to check. And as we head out the door here, I, uh, want to play a commercial for you. If you're one of these people that think science is going to fix everything, uh, of course, we've got to sit through the uh, the pre-roll here of, uh, well, this is Arnold, I think. Wait, can I skip the ad? Yes, I can skip the ad. Here we go. You probably heard this. Sleep. Remember when it welcomed you like a friend? Yes. Then it became more elusive. Right. But why? Because we had children. When you have insomnia, it may affect the wake neurotransmitters in your brain, disrupting your wake and sleep messages. Now, notice it said, it may. It may. Balsamra is a prescription medicine for adults who have trouble falling or staying asleep. Balsamra is thought to help turn down wake messages. By it's thought to. It might. We, we think it does. Targeting and inhibiting the action of orexin, a neurotransmitter that plays a central role in sending wake messages. Only Balsamra works this way. We think. Do not take Balsamra if you have narcolepsy. Okay, when stop right there. Don't drive. Wait, stop, stop, stop. Don't take Balsamra if you have narcolepsy. Narcolepsy means you fall asleep. It like uh, you just you're sitting there talking to somebody, and all of a sudden, <laughs> you're like, somebody want to wake up Dave. So if you have narcolepsy, don't take the sleeping pill. Really? When taking Balsamra, don't drive or operate heavy machinery until you feel fully awake. Yeah. Okay. So if you're, you know, if you if you're not sure if you're awake or not, maybe you shouldn't drive. But this is my favorite line, I think. Walking, eating, driving, or engaging in other activities while asleep without remembering it the next day have been reported. Wait. So walking, eating, sleeping, and driving. And not remembering it the next day. I don't know how I got to work. I just woke up and there I was. Really. And this has been approved by the government. This is what I love about that. Balsamra should not be taken together with alcohol. You think? Really? You know, alcohol, a depressant, you think? Normal behaviors may include aggressiveness, confusion, agitation, or hallucinations. Okay, wait a minute. The temporary wait, wait, inability to that? move. Stop that. Wait, agitations and hallucinations? Is that because you hallucinated and you're agitated? That was a that was a great little mix there. While falling asleep or waking up, and right. temporary leg weakness have also been reported. Yeah, let's go back. We missed that one. That's the one like when you wake up, don't freak out if you can't move. Also been reported. In depressed patients, worsening Wait. depression. Oh, we gotta hear that one. It's something like when you first wake up, you might not be able to move. The temporary inability to move while yeah. falling asleep or waking up and temporary leg weakness have also been reported in depressed patients. So when you wake up and you got to get ready for work and you can't because you can't move, don't freak out. 
But you got some good sleep. Listening depression, including risk of suicide, may occur. Okay. So the good news is you can't get out of bed to commit suicide. Okay, great. Wonderful. May increase these risks. Yeah, you think alcohol might increase your risk of committing suicide. So, again, don't take the depressant that is alcohol. Side effects include next day drowsiness. You think? Ah, sleep. Ask your doctor about Belsanra. No, I, I don't think I will, but um, I appreciate the, um, I just, I saw that commercial and I was like, are, are you serious? Did they just say, like, I can wake up in the morning and not be able to move? Oh, and by the way, I might drive to work tomorrow and not be able to remember how I got there or walking or, it's like, oh, and, and so if you think that your government here in the U.S. is protecting your food, you're, that same government let that drug go on the market. <laughs> it's crazy. But hope you had a good Thanksgiving. And, oh, let's uh, do this. Uh, go out. One of the ways you guys can support the show, look, this is the time to do it. If you're buying anything on Amazon, and apparently nobody is, wow, we've uh, we've had three people buy stuff, and I deeply appreciate that. Somebody bought... Um, Multiplication, 0 to 12, learning cards. That's awesome. Somebody's learning their multiplication. Somebody bought a uh, portable outdoor backpacking stove, which is cool. And somebody bought a folding spork. Thank you very much. Um, but um, that that earned me $1.55. Here's the cool thing about Amazon. Shopping at Amazon by going to LogicalLoss.com. Click on any, go there, click on the Amazon banner, and it doesn't cost you a dime more but I earn a very small commission from everything you buy. Send your friends there. Tell everybody if you're shopping, go to LogicalLoss.com. Click on the Amazon banners right there at the top of the screen. And, you know, you can even bookmark that if you want to. And, again, it doesn't cost you a dime. We earn a small commission. And it costs me around $35 if I want to count the newsletter. Um, you know, shoot, that's another 30 bucks a month to do the podcast. And um, we've talked about maybe doing crowdfunding and things like that to help offset the costs. Uh, you know, and you basically said, no, don't do that. So uh, if you are doing any shopping, this is how you can do it very easily. You can also go to logicalloss.com slash support and uh, click the donate button. That's another way. Deeply appreciated, but uh, hope you made it through Thanksgiving. Now, if you didn't, if you didn't, and you had three pieces of pumpkin pie and the chips and this, and that, you know, it's, it's okay. You made a mistake where none of us are perfect. Just don't beat yourself up and, and, you know, just that, that doesn't do any good either. You made a mistake. It's in the past. You can't change it. And, you know, there's nothing we can do to change the past, but we have now going forward to change how our story is going to end. So just think about your next meal, do some planning. If you're going to be watching TV, get a treadmill in front of it or an exercise bike or something, exercise during the commercials, do something, but don't fall into the same old traps because we as humans tend to pack on the pounds from now till new year's. And this year we're not, we're going to do things differently. So Thanks so much for tuning in. We'll see you again real soon with another episode of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. 
If you're listening to this on a website, please consider subscribing to us for free on iTunes by going to LogicalLoss.com forward slash iTunes. You can contact me via email by sending an email to Dave at LogicalLoss.com or call in your comments toll free, 888-563-3228. You can sign up for our free newsletter and participate in our forums at our website, which is LogicalLoss.com. Our theme music is courtesy of SkinnySongs.com. Thanks again for listening. You know, they say knowledge is power. Knowledge is only power when it's acted upon. You can do this. Live right. Lose weight. Live long. I just want to be thin. I don't deny it. Thin. I want to try it. Thin. But I can't buy it. Guess I'll have to.